This is episode number one. Now, podcasting around the world. Around the world. This is Work From Home Podcast, where you'll learn how entrepreneurs plan their online strategies. And now your host, the founder and CEO of the Perfect Army Virtual Assistants, R.J. Brown. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of Work From Home Podcast. The podcast where you'll learn more about outsourcing, freelancing, remote assistance, home-based business, and anything related to working from home. Joining us today is our very first guest. She is a branding and marketing powerhouse. She is an expert in corporate marketing, sales, employee relations, communications, social media, leadership development, and she helps clients dominate their marketplace as the industry leader. She's been doing this for 20 years, over 20 years, in fact, and she's still kicking some ass. She is none other than the owner of Stone Media Source, the one and only Selena Stone. Selena, welcome to the show. Thank you, RJ, for having me. I'm so happy to be here and honored to be amongst your audience. Thank you for having me. Before anything else, let's start with something you're not expecting, okay? I just want to know one thing about you that other people don't really know of. Um, I love bacon. <laughs> I don't eat sweets or dessert. And I, I do indulge in good food though. So if you're up for good food, different foods, I'm your girl. So yeah, <laughs> I love bacon. The one indulgence I, I don't really promote <laughs> is bacon. <Okay. laughs> well, I'm a foodie. So if ever I need some recipes, I will be asking you, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's dive into something about your experience in career or your business. What okay. was the biggest failure that you've ever experienced in your career or business and how did you rise above it? This is a very interesting question and thank you for asking that because I can't say I've had one particular failure, but I don't look at failures as a bad thing. You know, me growing up Asian, I was raised in a household by a very traditional father. Perfection was everything, right? Mm -hmm. I was raised to always be perfect. I was raised to have good grades. I was never allowed to make a mistake. Mistakes were bad. And I think if anything, what I learned at 40 years old, this was four years ago, what I started to learn was mistakes are meant to happen. And I always look at life being presented to me as either a gift or a blessing. You get to choose how you perceive things. And so being taught by my father with the same beliefs is that I was raised growing up thinking that mistakes were bad. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be loved if I made mistakes. I had to always be perfect. Well, that belief structure did not serve me. And so many things have happened along my career. I was laid off twice, which was, I felt like the end of the world for me. I had really mean bosses. <laughs> they were older females and they created a lot of challenges for me because if I didn't play by their rules, obviously then I was considered an outcast. I had several bosses that tried to fire me because, you know, I was smarter. I was more ambitious. I was told 
by several bosses that I'm too innovative, I'm too progressive, and my ideas were not welcome. And so many times I look back at and I reflect at what I considered as failures. Well, really, I look back at what were some of the mistakes I learned and what were the lessons that I learned. And I was also taught by my coaches and mentors now that mistakes were meant to happen. You don't grow through life being completely perfect. And the way that I coach my clients now is progress over perfection. We're all created in beautiful perfection, right? Mm -hmm. But we can't learn unless we make mistakes. And I feel like you can transform the word failure into learning from our mistakes. And so everything that I felt like was a failure, both in my career with being laid off, which was devastating. And then, you know, I kept finding new jobs to replace the last job. And over time, I realized it wasn't looking for the next job. I had a passion and a fire inside of me that was always inside of me, but I was made to feel like I was supposed to just go to college. I was supposed to just go to school. I was supposed to just get a job. I was supposed to just get married. And I was supposed to just have a baby and raise my family. But something inside of me kept telling me that I was meant for more. I had a bigger purpose than just having a good job and having a marriage and having a baby. I wanted to be more than that. So I look at the past in my careers as all of my failures were actually meaningful lessons. And if you really learn the lesson, you transform in so many ways that you receive more abundance and opportunities. And how that served me was I was supposed to be laid off twice because what happened was it led me to this path where I'm on now is I left my corporate job four years ago mm -hmm. to create entrepreneurship. And as you know, RJ, like being in business on your own is scary. It is terrifying. So true. Many times your own family don't support you. And, you know, many times you have people that are negative. You have people that are judging you. You have people that will reject you. And not everybody is going to understand what you're trying to do. And that's okay. And I always just, if anybody can learn anything from this question is, your failures or your imperfections were perfectly planned for you. And we may not understand its purpose in the moment, but have faith and surrender, full faith, knowing that it is meant for a purpose and it's serving you in some way when you learn the lesson. And everybody's lessons are different. So be aware of what the lessons you're continually having to learn. And I always say mistakes are, you know, mistakes continue to happen until you learn from them. So notice where you're making the same mistakes, whether in your career or your relationships or maybe your health. So hopefully that answers the question. But I always I embrace failure because that's where you learn and grow the most. Well, that is just so amazing. <laughs> it's so amazing. And I resonate with what you said earlier, because you mentioned something about your bosses not really liking you. I remember there was a time when I was applying and they told me that they don't need me because I'm a leader and they need <laughs> someone who's just going to do the job. So, something it. like that. So, so see how that was meant to serve you, though, RJ? Yes. Because, yes. So somebody out there right now is listening to this that either got fired, you got mm -hmm. laid off, or maybe you keep getting objections and people keep rejecting you. I always say for every redirection, there's an opportunity. And that just means that your opportunity hasn't presented itself. And so embrace that. I smile and I say, thank you. 
<laughs> you know? Thank you. I, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had learned this 20 years ago. I wish I had learned this 10 years ago because it would have created less suffering for myself because I always thought because I was being treated a certain way, I thought it was because of me. And what in actuality was happening was people couldn't handle me because I was amazing. I am amazing. You I are. am powerful. I have so much more to give. And this came to me the other day. It was like, I was never meant to follow. My purpose was never to follow. Mm -hmm. My purpose that I feel that I'm born and why I'm here and why I'm doing what I do is because I'm here to lead because there's people that are looking for us to lead them. And so I thank all of my bosses. <laughs> I thank all of the managers who didn't manage well because I learned a very important lesson. I learned to do a better job of listening and communicating, of leading and empowering others to be better leaders. And that's what I learned in all my lessons that you could quote unquote say was a failure in my career. All the things that are being presented for you is meant to serve its purpose. And so when you can look at it and embrace it from a place of love and not judgment on yourself, that's where the true transformation happens. So thank you, RJ, for not listening to that boss, because <laughs> you're right. Here you are with your own podcast and you have an audience that's listening to you. So I appreciate you being authentic and vulnerable and sharing that because there's so many people out there that are looking at it like, you know, in a negative way. When mm -hmm. you, can, you can look at it from a positive, beautiful perspective and say, this is an opportunity for me to rise. This is an opportunity for me to look elsewhere, right? Yeah, so, that is so true. Yeah. Selena, you had me at your first hello. So, yeah. <laughs> you. yes, Aww. you really empowered me to do so many things. Aww. Yeah. We're all Thank here you. to learn from each other. So let yeah. me tell you, like, we're all meant to learn from each other. So if I can teach someone all my mistakes and you can learn from them, so I can help you create more abundance and create more positive energy and positive love and impact, then that's the purpose that I had to go through in order to be that example and to be completely vulnerable. And that's where I feel like true power comes from is being able to just look at myself authentically. And now at 45 years old, I can comfortably say that, right? Had you met me 10 years ago, you would see a different version of me. <laughs> okay, don't worry about that. You, yeah. you don't look 45 at all. Oh, thank you. It's the Asian genes. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what made you decide to work from home, Selena? Is it before pandemic or after pandemic? This was before the pandemic, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so in my career, I was, you know, my experience is always in leadership management, change management. In all of my careers, I've also had to teach my staff and my employees about technology, embracing technology and the changing needs of customers. And there was not one thing that happened in my life to make me decide I wanted to work from home, but it was the decision to finally keep running from it. I had a passion and a dream and a desire as a little girl to do something bigger and better. I didn't know what it was. I was taught go to school, get good grades, get a good job, get married and have babies. That was my plan. That was supposed to be my plan, but I got married. I'm the first in my family to graduate from high school. I'm the oldest of three. 
parents were immigrants from Laos. So we came to America and we chased the American dream. I was the first in my family to graduate high school, to graduate college. I was, you know, the youngest person to advance through corporate positions. I got married at a very late age in my culture at 31. That's considered very old. <laughs> and I didn't have my son until I was 35 because I was career driven, but I was never fulfilled. That makes any sense. If somebody out mm -hmm. there right now can relate to this, please know that little voice that's inside you, that's been with you all along has been trying to get your attention. But because we're so afraid of the unknown, we ignore it, we keep it silent and we don't do anything with that. So it wasn't until my divorce that multiple things set a course of action for me. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad committed suicide 15 years ago. Sorry about um, that. Thank you. I can say that from a place of love and acceptance now. Because mm -hmm. four years ago was the first time I ever publicly announced that. I couldn't speak those words four years ago. And he had been gone for only about 12 years. But now I can confidently say that because I know that the struggle, the pain, and the embarrassment and the shame from this is helping other people overcome that fear of talking about it. And so working from home has always not necessarily working from home. I wanted to create a life where it allowed me freedom. It allowed me flexibility. When I was working in my career, at my corporate jobs, I was working 12, 14 hour days for a corporation that made billions and trillions of dollars. I would then work weekends, long nights. I was putting in 60 hours a week. And when I finally got married and decided to start a family, I realized my priorities are changing. I didn't want to be this career mom that would sacrifice her family because that wasn't fulfilling. And so I think what set in motion for me was realizing I had a higher purpose to serve and making more impactful change. I felt I could do more outside of the corporate walls, which is the reason why I finally faced my fear and I resigned from my position at the hospital as the HR manager. And four years ago, I quit my job. And I'm so glad that I did because I haven't looked back and I don't regret it since. Because when I really got authentic and really real with what I really wanted, to be happy, to give to other people, to be of service, to make a difference, to change people's lives, to show and, and set an example for my son, to help other females of Asian culture, that you don't have to be limited by your fears and your cultural beliefs for you to aspire to have everything that you deserve. And so my dream was, I didn't know how my career and all the things that happened to me would lead me to this path. But when I finally figured out where I was supposed to serve, it made sense. <laughs> and so for me, it's not just working from home, it's working from wherever I choose. I can choose to work from home. I can choose to work on the beach. You know, if I wanted to get on a plane and go have coffee with a friend in Europe, I can go do that, right? I'm not bound by the walls of an mm -hmm. office to create impact and make a difference. And so what I encourage all of you is to really get really honest with yourself and really ask yourself, what do you really desire? You don't have to know how, you don't have to know when, you just have to make a decision and decide, is this enough for me? Mm -hmm. Am I settling? And am I happy? Is it giving me joy? And mm -hmm. when I realized that, um, I think the day for me that I realized I felt like my soul was dying was the day that I finally said, I can't do this anymore. I resigned. I put my letter of resignation on my CEO's desk. I went in on the weekend. I worked 
have my son with me on the weekend. That's what we did. I looked at my son sitting there coloring, you know, in my office. And even though I had a big, beautiful office, I said, I want more than this. My son deserves more than this. Mm-hmm. And it's not raising him in a corporate office every weekend. And so I resigned. <laughs> That's the freedom that it allowed me. When I finally let go of all of the beliefs that I thought were real and true didn't serve me. And so what I'm teaching my son is there are people that will go to school. There are people that will have jobs that work from eight to five. And there are people like mommy that work when she wants to work. You know, I can choose the clients I want to work with and I can create the hours I want to create. Right. That is so true. Yeah. So to answer your question, it's like the choices I made to have what I have came with sacrifices. Believe me, like there's people in my family, there's friends that don't understand what I do. And they, you know, till this day, my mom still tells me, please just get a job. <laughs> you know, like safety and security, right? We talked about this, RJ. Safety mm-hmm. and security in your comfort zone is not where you grow. It's not where you make impact and it's not where transformation happens. A job, you know, while it does bring you security and safety and knowing that every two weeks you'll have a paycheck and you've got benefits, that's great, right? I did it for almost 25 years, but Mm -hmm. I wanted more. Yeah, I have the exact same thought five Mm -hmm. years ago, because five Mm -hmm. years ago, my daughter was hospitalized for around one and a half months. And if you can't believe it, I'm in the hospital, but yep. I was working in the hospital. You know, I'm not bound by any office. I'm just there with her. I was taking care of her while I was working for my clients. So mm-hmm. with this type of job or not job, this is a lifestyle where you can yep. choose wherever you want to work, who yep. you want to work with yep. and how you want to work with them. Yes. It's your own rules, right? Yeah. And their rules as well. But you meet in between, not unlike yeah. the office setting where you just say, yes, boss, right? And don't, right, and don't get me wrong. Like I excelled in my career. Like I was very driven because I was in a very male dominated industries and everything that I did. I always excelled. For me, that perfectionist was getting to the top. And once I got to the top, I realized I didn't like being at the top. It was lonely. It came with a lot of sacrifice. I was putting in a lot of hours. And so to your point, people who make change, people who impact change are typically not followers. They are the ones who dare to go against the rules. They're the ones who create their own rules. And they are the ones that are brave enough to do things different. Facing fears is what I've had to do was that I grew in the last 10 years was getting past all of my limiting cultural beliefs that I shouldn't, I can't, I'm not supposed to, <laughs> right? I went against all of that. So I can confidently you know, look at myself in the mirror and confidently say now from anywhere to anyone is, Do not apologize for what you desire. Do not apologize for who you are and do not apologize for what you really want because you can have it all. If you allow yourself permission to give yourself permission, you can have it all. This is not an either or world. It's an either and world. And why shouldn't you be able to have those things? So for some of you out there who love your jobs and you love your corporate gigs, God love you. We need people like you there, right? You can totally make an impact with your team 
team and the company you work with. I think for me, I did not like that these companies were making millions and billions of dollars off of my hard-earned ideas and efforts. And I was only being compensated for such a small amount. And I felt like I had a bigger purpose to serve. And so I felt like I did the best I could with what I had, and it was just time to grow, right? And I feel like I couldn't grow more than where I was at until I stepped on my own. You know, I just encourage all of you to really just take some inventory and do some self-reflection as far as, are you finding joy in the things you're doing? Are you finding yourself being the version of love and joy that you want others to see you as? And if the questions, you know, if the answer is no, then um, maybe there's something that you need to look at and make some changes and notice where you're most afraid. Um, that's probably where you need to look first. Oh, okay. I have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Selena, you've said so many inspiring things already, but if there's one piece of advice that you can share with the work from home nation, mm -hmm. what is that? <sighs> I have so many gold nuggets. I can't, you know, there's not just one thing, but I will tell you, find a community or find an accountability partner, whether that's a coach or a mentor. I will tell you the best business advice I ever got was from my business mentor. And he told me, hire a good coach or hire a good mentor and hire a good CPA. And the reasons why you need those two people in your life as a entrepreneur or work from home is so that you have someone holding you accountable because mm -hmm. we're all human beings, you know, we're creatures of habit. And so when you know you let yourself off the hook, you're not holding yourself accountable, which is why it's not a good practice to be your own coach, right? Yep. Coaches hire coaches for a reason. And the most successful entrepreneurs and most successful millionaires and billionaires, they all have people that they invest in to support them and empower them. So we're not meant to do this alone. We're meant to have partnerships and collaborations and we're meant to have mentors. If you want to be better, you need to learn from the people who are doing what you desire. And so if it's learning to be happy, find a happiness coach mm -hmm. or find a happiness accountability partner, someone you can rely on that's gonna remind you to be happy or whatever that looks like, I have one. Maybe it's financial freedom and financial independence. You know, if you want to learn to have more investments and more passive income streams, go hire someone who's doing what you desire. Someone who knows who can do it better than you because they've made all the mistakes and do it quicker, faster. So if you need help with marketing, hire a marketing coach. <laughs> if you need help with speaking better, hire a speaking coach, right? Mm -hmm. We all go through life with teachers, coaches, and mentors, and it's for a reason. But until you invest your own money, and you have skin in the game, feel like there's a more intense motivation. Because let me tell you, when a client invests $500, $1,000, or $5,000 a month to coach with me, they're going to have a lot more reasons to take action. So um, I invite all of you to take a look at what am I doing in my business that's not working and what do I need as far as tools and resources to be more successful for working from home mm -hmm. if you want to learn or hire someone who knows who's done it and are producing the results that you want so that, is that would so be my true. best advice yep mm -hmm. <laughs> I have I have several coaches as well and speaking yeah. of tools do you have any app that you use that is very so, crucial to your business yes yeah, so I use several different apps I use 
Calendly, I use Trello, <laughs> I use the I Am app, which every hour I have it set on my phone to pop up affirmations for business, for income, for um, spiritual and mental wellness. So mm. the app is called I Am. The other app I use on a consistent basis is obviously my merchant accounts. So I make it easy for my clients to pay me. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, that was the best advice I ever got when I went to speak for the first time. Four years ago, my first public speaking appearance, I was supposed to teach this audience of 1,200 new business owners how to use social media to brand their business. And I had a gentleman with his credit card out in the line of people waiting, and he didn't know how to pay me. <laughs> I said... <laughs> I said, I didn't even have a merchant account to run a credit card. And his words to me was, make it easy for me to pay you. And so I take that. So it's kind of humorous when I tell my clients, and I'm sharing this with all of you, mm -hmm. is if you have a service or a product-based business, make it easy for your clients to pay you. <laughs> so true. Number one yeah, rule. Find a merchant account, <laughs> use Square. Venmo is not exactly the ideal type of business transaction to use, but if that's what you have at the moment until you can upgrade, do that. But mm -hmm. yeah, I use Calendly, my I am, and Trello. Trello. Mm -hmm. Yep, Trello to okay. communicate with my uh -huh. team yeah thank you thank you so much for sharing that i know a lot of the peeps from the work from home nation is going to love what you share and uh lastly do you have anything that you want to promote and where can we find you online yeah so my website is www.stonemediasource.com all one word you can find me on instagram linkedin Facebook. If you just type in Solina, S-O-U-L-I-G-N-A, Stone, S-T-O-N-E, you can find me either on my business or my personal accounts. So today for all of your work from home nation, if you need help with your business, or if you're thinking about starting a business, like this is the time for you to do it. During the pandemic, when COVID shut everything down, I doubled my profits and sales that year. I was the most busiest because I had so many people coming online mm -hmm. that needed someone to teach them how do you brand and market yourself online. And that's what I, you know, I do. <laughs> I have to rely on face-to-face -face business to create sales and to have a lucrative, profitable business. It just, what you're looking for is strategies. What are the effective strategies that help you get noticed and sales? conversions is very important too so one is if you want to learn how to have a better presence online how to attract more higher paying clients my gift to all of you today is i typically offer my five-week master class um, at 497 for a limited time i'm giving it away at 297 so it's 50 percent discount right now mm -hmm. If you pay in full, it's two ninety seven. Um, you're gonna get five weeks with me, one hour every week. We're gonna have homework assignments, so you're gonna actually go implement these tactics. And hopefully by the end of six, seven weeks, you're gonna see where your business has increased visibility and you start attracting better clients for your business. So if you need help with that, with just getting organized, with rebranding, with organization, with you know some social media presence, or maybe some tactical organization processes for your business, you're gonna 
going to learn all those tools in my five-week masterclass. And my bonus mm-hmm. <laughs> for all of you, because you're having me on this podcast and sharing this time with your audience, my gift to all of you is I typically charge $500 for my one hour. So I'm going to give that to you for free when you sign up um, at 297. It's a one-hour free one-on-one strategy session with me. If you go to my website, if you click on that link for working with Selena, um, that strategy session is $500. If you're all interested, um, RJ, I'm mm-hmm. sure, I don't know how your audience wants to reach me, but if you want to reach out to me and just mention Work From Home podcast, I'll know that's your audience and I'll honor that that gift if anybody wants to take me up on that. I'd be yeah. happy to see with you uh, one-on-one. I typically tell people to wait till the end of the five-week masterclass to do that because then we can get your business, your operations, all your processes together in place, but mm-hmm. you can use that at any time. So five weeks masterclass, how to brand your own business. I throw in a sixth week for free because people have a tough time understanding their numbers, knowing where are their audience, who is their audience, knowing what to charge, how to package and price their services and products. That's a biggie. So yeah, six weeks with me, one-on-one coaching, one hour a week for 297 and you're going to get a free bonus gift of a one hour free session with me. <laughs> okay. Well, thank okay. you. Thank you so much for that, Selena. Oh, my pleasure. I'm pleasure. going to post that. I'm going to post your links on the description of this podcast. Okay. So you don't have to worry yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You've shared so many things and you've been such a wonderful, very first guest. Yay! And, <laughs> and it's my honor to meet you and talk to you right now. You've helped me in so many ways that you don't even know know well and thank you thank you so much for being this is my love for you this is my love to all of you oh i love you when you show up and give more value that's truly where i feel like we're all in our own heads we all have our own things that we're trying to accomplish right Mm -hmm. but when you're being called to serve and you put your own needs aside for the needs of others i feel like that's where you make the most impact and so that is so true um, I'm so truly honored and blessed and so grateful for you, RJ. Thank you so much. Um, I love you and I love and care about all of you. And I think, you know, we're don't all go men- crying on me now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, so honored. And I'm so grateful for, you know, everything that has been blessed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I look back at my life and I'm like, I don't regret anything that's ever happened. Everything happened and served a purpose. And I'm here today as living proof that you can accomplish whatever you desire. You just need the right tools and the right people to help support you and empower you in your way. So that's why I'm here. So, so however I can serve. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you. I wish you genuine happiness in your love, life, career. And thank, thank you. you so much. Thank Bye. you. <laughs> I love you. Bye.